0: It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Smart Money Questions Podcast. My name is Matt Hausman. I want to thank you for joining us And today, what I want to jump into, you know, many times I talk about or will get questions from listeners and from people I've been meeting with, whether they're clients or prospective clients, and today, the question that I'm going to address, or I'm going to attempt to help create some clarity with, is one that a client of mine, I was on the phone with him last week, and he made a comment to me that just really struck me. And that's what I'm going to dive into today and hopefully help erase what I've heard other clients talk about and other prospective clients as we go through the planning process for quote retirement and what their fear is. And I always talk about, you've heard me talk about on the show numerous times, the idea of a paradigm shift that happens when we go from quote full-time work, our career, what have you, working all the time, getting a paycheck to then having to go into a situation where where's our retirement income going to come from? What are the sources going to be? I'm no longer going to be working and really going now into the spending phase of life or whatever we've accrued up to that point in time. How is it? How are we going to make sure it lasts our lifetime? But one of the things the client was talking, so just to kind of give you a history, client's been on board with us five or six years now, the wife is retired, the husband is still working, and he's over the age of 70. And for the last couple of years, we get on the phone this time of year, and I'm always asking him, okay, what are we doing next year? Are we working next year or are we not working? And the last couple of years it's been working and his response this year was, well, I'm slated to be on board all of next year based on the projects that his firm has him working on. He signed up to go all the way now through the end of 19. And I just, I kind of chuckled and I said to him, you know, we've been having this conversation now for three or four years. Is it something we're going to continue and eventually you're going to retire? Because the reality is that they could retire and they have accrued enough in assets and in income streams where the reality is he doesn't have to work. Hasn't had to work for quite a while. And I made that comment to him, you're know, you not in a situation where this is a necessity. And here's what he said to me, which is what I wanna talk about today, because then it happened about two or three more times. Not exactly what he said, but a couple other people mentioned this the paradigm shift of going from working to retirement. And you have to define what your definition of retirement is, and we've talked about that in the past. But here was his comment. He goes, you know, Matt, the reality was last month, I'm recording this in November, last month, October of 2018, it was officially 50 years of paychecks. And that really struck me. I was like, holy cow. So many times we talk about the number 50 with different things to celebrate, you know, 50 years, a 50th wedding anniversary, turning 50 years old. In this case, he was celebrating the idea of, I've been having a paycheck. His actual words were, I haven't missed a paycheck now. Effective last month, October 2018, I've been getting a paycheck consistently for 50 years. And so the paradigm shift is, wow, that is a huge habit that we all, maybe we haven't reached that milestone of 50, but it could be 25, 35, 40 years of those paychecks to all of a sudden now the paradigm is, or the shift I should say, I'm no longer going to get that paycheck every other Friday or two times a month, but now whatever I have accrued, I have to make sure it's going to last my lifetime. And that was his comment to me. He goes, you know, the reality is with the minimum distributions that he had to take out this year, and obviously we've had some volatility in the market this year, he goes, you know, I'm down this amount of money, and I'm just thinking, you know what? The reality is I could work for another year. I could make more than that money back. I'm not going to have to go into my savings for, quote, retirement savings to pay the bills, keep the lights on, so why not? Plus, I still like what I'm doing. But what I want to talk to you about is what he said, and that is 50 years of paychecks. And you think about your own situation if you're approaching that retirement age. And what's your definition of retirement? And how long have you been getting those checks to then have to adjust or create a new habit of how am I going to replace that money? So I remember speaking with someone about seven years ago. And that same situation happened. And in the conversation and what they were talking about, it was clear that their careers had been very much a part of their whole life, their social fabric, obviously their financial. And where they really had a lot of passion come from was in their careers. And I made the comment, well, there's a paradigm shift that's going to happen. First of all, that isn't going to be here anymore when you're looking to retirement. And they were looking to retire within the next three to four months. And I said, but the other paradigm shift that really happens is everything you've been accruing during that whole time of working, and now it's time to spend it. And I'll always remember this. She looked at him and she goes, wow, I hadn't really thought about that. That now it's the spending phase of life. And he said, yeah, me neither. Long story short, they put off retirement for a year. We dived in, we did planning, and they were able to define what they wanted their retirement to look like. And so I would encourage you to do the same thing, no different than the client I was just speaking to with 50 years of paychecks is what does your retirement look like? Even if next year he wasn't working full time, but he really, he still likes what he does. Why not continue to do it? Maybe create the situation if possible, depending on what you do, where you have a little bit more freedom and not as much nine to five. That could be one way to ease in to retirement. And then last week also, speaking with some prospective clients, the wife actually made this comment. She goes, you know, now that we're going through this exercise of positioning the assets and when to take the money and when to turn on Social Security. And, oh, that's right, we have a pension over here and we have minimum distribution requirements. She goes, I've always looked at all of this money that we have accrued, these assets that we've accrued over the course of 30, 40 years as play money, as monopoly money. And now I'm really coming to realize now it's time to turn that play money into real money. And she was struggling with it as well. The idea of that paradigm shift going from working into, and in this case, their definition of retirement was no longer working and having the freedom to really travel and spend time with family. One of their things is also creating a living legacy, using monies beyond just what their income need and lifestyle is, but then also be able to fulfill different charitable contributions while they're living instead of whatever's left when they pass. But when you think about the idea of retirement and what you want your definition to look like, that can really help ease some of the fear that many people that I have as clients and as we're going through that process with prospective clients Addressing that fear of the unknown, it's going to be a dramatic change to our daily routine. It's going to be a dramatic change to our monthly finances. Where's the money going to come from? When's it going to, you know, if I'm banking on every other week for a paycheck, my year has already been planned out for me based on what I know my income is going to be. In this case, when we come into retirement, The idea is it can fluctuate up and down. Many times I'll tell people, listen, it's going to take you anywhere from 12 to 20, 24 months until you get into that routine of how much money you're really going to need. How much of the bucket list do you want to start checking off as soon as you retire? Or if retirement means I'm still going to be working 20, 25 hours a week, or I'm going to do some consulting and I might be working full time for two months on a particular project. But really have that definition there so you can kind of ease your way into that shift of going from working full-time in the paycheck to enjoying the retirement that you've designed for yourself. So we talk about that paradigm shift, spending versus working. And one way I think that can help address this fear is if you will simply look at what are your income sources? And how are you going to distribute to them? And I'm not going to go through the idea of taxes and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I just did a couple podcasts on that. If you'd like to get more in detail, just feel free to reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to talk with you about it. 610-719-3003. But just what are the assets that you're going to have? Do you have pensions? If so, what do they look like? When do they turn on? Are you going to continue to work part-time or maybe a little bit, maybe just some consulting? And then where is Social Security going to fall into your plan? And the reason I want to bring up that is because dealing with the fear of retirement and the paradigm shift and no longer having a paycheck, as he was saying, I've been getting a paycheck for 50 years. I mean, that is a long time to not miss a paycheck to then just abruptly change it. I can recognize what that fear is. But one of the things as I do different workshops, most importantly, I do a workshop anywhere from three to five times a year, specifically on social security, understanding the rules around social security. And the biggest thing that I talk about for those of you that have seen me is I really try and debunk the myth that social security is just going to poof, vanish into midair. And I had a client that was in last week and she made the comment, I'm so glad that she did that she had just read an article, and we're gonna make sure to have it on the show notes, an article that was put out in the October Bulletin of ARP. And she got it in the mail, I found it online, and that was the 12 things to know about Social Security. And again, if you'll just go to the show notes, there'll be a link or a download for this article that one of the things that's really driving the paradigm shift, or driving the fear in that is the fact that they're worried about is social security going to be there they hear all this baloney this fear-mongering all over media whether it's social media whether it's in print whether it is from their friends they're always thinking that somehow some way social security is going to just vanish and When I'm doing those workshops, I really encourage, I usually go on a little bit of a soapbox for those of you that have seen me, to encourage people why looking at Social Security as, first of all, going in and just taking it early might not be the best thing for you. And you really have to analyze where it's going to fit into your income distribution plan at retirement. And I believe understanding what Social Security can mean for you can really help maybe not eliminate the fear of going from working to retirement, but it at least can calm it down just a little bit. So the first thing I thought was interesting, number one is Social Security is not going bankrupt. I thought that was awesome for it to be the first thing listed because that's usually what I hear from people. And it talks in here about What many of us do know, that if reform doesn't happen, then there'll be no surplus in the trust fund to be paying out, and so there'll be a reduction of benefits. As of this printing, they say that if something doesn't happen by the end of 2034, that the program will continue to pay benefits, but only at a level of 79% of what recipients are expected to receive. But the first thing it says is Social Security is not going bankrupt. It's not going bankrupt. So please hear me and now hear ARP's bulletin that it's not going away. The other thing it says, it says Congress probably will not take up Social Security reform anytime soon. And they talk in here about why it's important for them to do it and they really need bipartisan support. But to this, one of the things I might even have a little bit of a difference of opinion here is the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015 made dramatic sweeping changes to Social Security, which in the long run is really going to help it to be more available for those of us that have paid in. The second is some ideas to reform funding are already starting to take shape. One of those is beginning in 2019, and this is one of the things that I talk about at the workshop that we have seen happen time and time again, and that is how much of your wage income, or if you're self-employed, how much of your self-employment income that is subject to self-employment tax, how much is that, and how much is it going up? Well, I can tell you beginning in 2019, the cap is gonna jump to to 132.9. Which is a jump from 2018 is 128.4, which is a even bigger jump from 2016, which is 118.5. So the reality is, what we're seeing is that one of the things to make more money coming in is the fact that more and more of the wage income is being subject to FICA taxes, or if you're self-employed, self-employment tax. So that's one of the things they've already been doing. And the other thing I thought was so interesting, because people talk about this all the time, and it's number four, lawmakers do not raid the trust fund. A common myth about Social Security is that Congress and the President use trust fund assets to pay for other federal expenses, such as education, defense, economic programs, etc. That's not accurate. So one of the things that, and I've been hearing about that all the time, Is that, oh my gosh, they've just been throwing IOUs into the trust fund and there's no money left. Well, what they're actually showing us is that's not, you know, a lot of times I'll joke, that's what I call everything on the internet is factual or the master's degree at the water cooler at work. It's that this is showing us that the reality is that's not happening. That myth is a myth. The other is, many believe it can be run better. Well, that's probably true, but I'm not going to go through all of that. I think we all can agree that in many cases, there's different areas of government that can be run better. But one of the things I thought was interesting in the article is that then you will see a full description on how Social Security works, okay? You'll see the flow of the people paying in and then the outflows after it goes through the trust fund. The other thing is that understand, and this is something that Reagan changed way back in the 80s, is that Social Security benefits can become taxable income. And many of you have heard me talk about that numerous times. Now, the other thing we want to talk about is that's at the federal level. Where are you living? What state are you living? And do they recognize Social Security as taxable income? So to give you an example, in the state of PA, that is not considered taxable income at the state level. So you're not going to pay any state income tax in Pennsylvania on your Social Security money. And Social Security should not be your sole source of income. But I do believe that your planning of how Social Security is going to fit into your overall income stream in retirement can dramatically adjust downward that fear of the paradigm shift understanding how it's going to fit in is, I think, really important. It talks about the purchasing power of Social Security is diminishing. And what that has to do with is talking about how Social Security can increase with the COLA. Every year, they can declare a cost of living increase or an adjustment to how much of your Social Security can go up. And the reality is, you know, that, quite frankly, in the long run could go away. And that would be one way to make Social Security benefits more healthy, or the trust fund in general, be a more healthy aspect to pay everybody out. In other words, treat it like a pension. Most pensions, if you're receiving a pension, is that you understand that if I'm receiving, let's say $2,000 a month today, I'm going to be getting the same $2,000 a month 10, 15, 20 years from now. Maybe they do that with Social Security. The other thing is you can work and get Social Security, but, and you'll, you can read the rules here, You want to be real careful as to when you're collecting if it's before your full retirement age. Then it talks about Social Security has gone digital. Many of you already know that. You can go online, create a username and password, track what your benefits are, your earnings record, what have you. And Social Security isn't just a retirement program. So it's important to understand also you have retirement income, but you have disability, dependent, and survivor benefits that happen through social security. And this is the best one because many times I bring this up at our workshops. And that is the reality is most people will get back way more than they ever paid in to social security. And so if we go back to what we originally talked about, and that is addressing the fear that sometimes comes with, oh my goodness, retirement. And how am I going to go from that earning year to my spin down retirement year is really look at everything that you have and how is it going to fit together? And now if we can look at this article from ARP, actually this month, I just noticed the date is November 18. Social security is usually, at least I know with most of the people that we work with, it's a big part of that retirement strategy, that income in retirement. And you should not be looking at, or I would caution you in looking at Social Security going away completely, and that could really help calm those fears that are automatically gonna happen when we go from working to retirement. So hopefully that helps you guys and will help shed some light on that paradigm shift because I can tell you just about a hundred percent well, let's call it ninety-eight point nine percent of the time when I'm dealing with people and we're planning whether it's prospective clients or in this case clients this is a client that's been on board with us for 5 6 years they still struggle with the idea of when that paycheck stops missing that paycheck of course it could be 50 years is a long time it's almost like you you know you want to just keep that keep those years running but hopefully that helps you guys if you would have a subject or a scenario that you would like for us to address please go ahead and email us at info smartmoneyquestions.com. Pick the phone up. Feel free to give us a call to 610-719-3003. That's all I've got today, guys. Hopefully this has been helpful. Wish you all the best. Thanks again.